In July 2022, a case of polio was confirmed in New York State, and polio virus was then detected in wastewater in multiple counties. The United States and the United Kingdom are now experiencing outbreaks of imported polio virus, similar to those that dozens of other countries have seen over the past several years. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Mark Palanch, the retired director of the Division of Viral Diseases at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Dr. Palanch has written a perspective article about these recent polio outbreaks. Dr. Palanch, you write in your perspective article that this case represents the first time that polio virus has been detected in the United States in nearly 10 years. So could you briefly walk us through the history of polio elimination efforts in this country? Polio was, of course, endemic in the United States, like the rest of the world, and had a successful introduction of the inactivated polio vaccine in the 1950s. With that introduction, the number of cases occurring in the United States dropped rapidly, but did not go to zero. With the introduction in the early 1960s of the oral polio vaccine, the remaining endemic viruses in the United States were eliminated over the course of the following 10 years. And basically, since sometime in the 1970s, the only polio virus seen in the United States was related to either the vaccine itself or to occasional importations. The last significant outbreak in the United States was due to one of those importations, which was the result of spread from an outbreak in the Netherlands among a religious community that was not vaccinated and came to the United States and affected the Amish in several states. Again, an under-vaccinated population. So since then, we have had occasional introductions of virus, but there have been no significant outbreaks since that last large outbreak. And what about on a global level? In what countries is polio still endemic and where does it still cause outbreaks? So at the moment, the only endemic indigenous wild poliovirus is type 1 and found in Afghanistan and Pakistan. The risk of these viruses is evident from an importation that occurred from Pakistan to Africa and affecting the countries of Mozambique and Malawi. This just highlights the fact that not only in the United States and the United Kingdom, you can have importations, but that these affect even countries that have eliminated wild virus and having wild virus reestablish transmission. It is very important to note these instances as evidence of the risk of polio to the entire world as long as polio exists anywhere. Can you explain the types of vaccines that are being used to prevent polio? Which vaccines can cause vaccine-associated paralytic poliomyelitis or vaccine-derived poliovirus outbreaks, and where are they still being used? The oral polio vaccine that I mentioned is being used in more than 100 countries. It was last used in the United States in the year 2000 when the United States completed its shift from the oral polio vaccine to the inactivated vaccine. The 
oral polio vaccine that is used globally in routine immunization is a bivalent formulation of type 1 and type 3 Sabin strains. The type 2 component of the Sabin strains was removed from the trivalent formulation, which was widely used in the year 2016, since wild poliovirus type 2 had been eliminated in 1999. There was no longer a need for immunization with type 2 in the formulation. Now, what has happened since then is that this vaccine, the oral vaccine, is a live vaccine, and it's an RNA virus, and has the ability to mutate and revert toward the neurovirulent phenotype of the parent virus. So this is what leads to the circulating vaccine-derived polioviruses that we are now seeing in many countries and is the one that has affected the United States and the United Kingdom. Just like wild poliovirus in the example I gave, it is capable of moving from country to country in ways that are very unpredictable in the sense that everyone is an airplane ride away from a country that is being affected. And so we have to, again, maintain immunization as long as there is polio anywhere. So what do we know about the source of the current polio outbreak in the United States? The source is unknown and is probably unknowable in detail. It is derived from the type 2 component of OPV, which had been used in many countries to control CVDPV outbreaks, these vaccine-derived outbreaks. So the vaccine itself was being used to stop these outbreaks, and mostly successfully. But there is still a risk that those viruses, like the outbreak viruses, can mutate and spread. So what we, at this point, know are several countries that were using OPV2 last year as part of outbreak response. And one of those was the probable source but it's impossible to know for certain which one and which country it was introduced into first. All we know at this point is that three countries have been affected by the same virus without knowing the order in which those countries were affected in time, but all during this year. In countries like the United States, where clinicians aren't accustomed to diagnosing polio, how are these cases detected and how are the outbreaks tracked? The United States, of course, has many neurologists who can indeed be involved in the process of diagnosing poliomyelitis, the disease. Many types of procedures can differentiate to localize anterior horn cell disease in the spinal column. The problem really comes from the fact that this is now an exceedingly uncommon disease, and therefore clinicians don't have that as high on the differential as they would have 30 or 40 years ago. What has made it possible, though, to increase sensitivity for this clinical condition is the acute flaccid myelitis 
that began to appear several years ago in the United States and that has been associated with enterovirus D68. This condition, which has been referred to as acute flaccid myelitis, was expected to possibly have another outbreak this year because of the every two-year pattern. So notices from the CDC went out to clinicians to sensitize them to be aware of possible cases of AFM. And it was actually the astute clinician in New York that recognized the condition being compatible with what the notice said to look out for. And unlike polio, which is typically a disease in children, this particular case occurred in a 20-something and would not have normally been picked up except for the acute flaccid myelitis surveillance. Finally, you write in your article that vaccination is the solution to stopping all polio outbreaks around the world, whether they're caused by wild polio virus or vaccine-derived virus. So what's the current state of polio vaccination campaigns, both in the United States and globally? Most countries will rely on routine immunization to deliver polio vaccines. This is true of certainly all of the developed countries where the inactivated polio vaccine is part of routine immunization. Coverage is very high and has been effective at preventing outbreaks for decades. And Europe, of course, has more than four decades of experience in preventing outbreaks in the general population from using IPV alone. On the other hand, OPV is the vaccine in routine immunization in the developing world, and it is very different levels depending upon countries, and even within countries, very different between different parts of the country. So you can have very good routine immunization or very poor. So typically, we talk about 90% or greater in the developed world, but there are still parts of the developing world where routine immunization is less than 10%. So in order to make up for this immunity gap, it is quite common to conduct what are called supplemental immunization activities that try to close this immunity gap by reaching all children during coordinated campaigns targeting children under five years of age. And in some countries, and particularly those with outbreaks, this can result in many campaigns during a year in order to stop outbreaks, or in the case of Pakistan and Afghanistan, to try to eliminate the last reservoirs of wild polio virus. So immunization is the tool. It is very effective, but there are still gaps in coverage. Some of these are due to choice. Others in the rest of the world are due to inability to get the vaccine to children. And these are a lot of different reasons depending on which country you want to talk about. But the availability is not the limitation in the United States. It is choice, and it still yields the same risk of any unimmunized person, regardless of where they are in the world. Thank you, Dr. Palanch.